Pubcast. If you're not listening to Pubcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the Pubcast with Rendon O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. There's a county map to go with the wall of her. Let's stick in the shinty bowl, the brick, the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. All right, we're back. This week we've got Rob Nash. Hello. Hello, sir. And a newcomer to the podcast, our first, uh, the first member of our Boston headquarters, uh, Ed Cosgrove. Hello. And Eddie, so last week we had Polly on, and we've had Rob on, my other two roommates, and Ed is my third college roommate uh, of the bunch, so it's a round robin of... But, uh, but you busted your cherry with Ed. <laughs> At least, I mean, among the, among the three, you did. Yeah, he was the first. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It was tender. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always recall Ed telling stories about how you took naps together. Yes, we did. Depeche Mode. Every not time I hear a, not, any song from Violator that comes on, I instantly get sleepy. <laughs> Reach out, bite, crank. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I meant specifically bunk bed naps, but... Well... However you want to think about it, it's fine. Well, as far as I know, as far as I know. Listen, what we did inside of our room with the door closed is none of your business. <laughs> so, um, this past weekend, Rob and I, uh, I'll use the word competed, um, even <laughs> though it's not accurate at all. We uh, no, participated. A, no, we competed with our own inner demons and... <laughs> And each other. Yeah, so we, uh, we did the Rugged Maniac, one of these uh, obstacle races or adventure races, whatever you want to call it, um, out near Joliet. And it was only 5K. It was 3.1 miles-ish. Um, I've done them before. Rob's done one before in the city. Um, Is this like a Tough mutter kind yeah, of Yeah, like a Tough mutter, like a Warrior Dash, like whatever. Um, but the ones I've done in the past have had eight obstacles, ten obstacles, whatever it was. Um, this one had, I believe the number was 26. 26 obstacles um, over three miles. Yes. That's a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and to top it all off, um, it rained hard the morning of. And mm. so they probably planned for, I don't know, four or five uh, mud obstacles. The rain kind of made it like 18 mud obstacles. So uh, exponentially uh, not more difficult, but slower probably. And yeah. muddier. And mud- well, thank you, and muddier. Um, I lost my shoe, uh, I think, four times in the first mile, uh, thanks to the, the muck and the mud. I don't think many people know Brendan as a six foot three inch ish person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have very svelte ankles. Oh, <laughs> they're and, made and, of like uh, uh, bailing wire and hay. Like they're yeah, they're they're, they're, they're thin very, and fragile and yeah, it's not great. Yes. So he lost he lost his shoe, I believe, on the first obstacle we encountered. I know. And then on the on the second obstacle, which was <laughs> entitled trenches yeah which you would think everyone would understand i i approached the first one and said well this this can only be you know max yeah 
uh, knee deep and oh. and proceeded to jump in it and it, it came up to my shoulders oh. in stinky mud. <laughs> yes. Um, so from then on, uh, I think it became clear that it wasn't really a race and it was more of like, let's just enjoy the time. Let's just do it, yeah. And, and uh, also, um, let's find the hottest girl coming yeah. up on this uh, uh, next obstacle that had spandex pants on. <laughs> <laughs> let's run next to her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or at least for me. <laughs> what I did like is that uh, there was probably an equal number of events or obstacles uh, that were geared toward s- short people, and then an equal number geared toward tall people. So there was yes. events that I'm like, oh, I'm struggling here. This is, you know, crawling through like a a, a giant corrugated pipe that was not so giant, um, or uh, some of the other. Uh, go under barbed wire deals. I'm like, man, I don't fit well under this, and Rob's doing much better than I am. Uh, but then there were the ones, the trenches being one of them, where you you jump over a trench. And my height and longer legs, I flew over the trenches. That was fantastic. And Rob was falling inside of them. <laughs> Rob was, uh, Rob was ha- let's say, having the, the, the troubles of a shorter man. Vertically challenged. Yeah. Is that right? Happens to us all. Yeah. And then we did also the uh, underground. Um, uh, what was it called, Rob? Uh, some sort well, of- it, was, it was very creatively titled Claustrophobia. Claustrophobia. Yeah. <laughs> Claustrophobia. Which was just, to me, in the tunnel. And it really actually didn't end up being, you know, being that bad. But I um, – Rob suffers from I, – I do, I do battle some claustrophobia and uh, – I always picture myself as having to be the guy. Remember the stories when you were when you were younger about uh, Vietnam, and they always used to like pick on the short guy, and he'd have to go down and like in the in the foxhole, and <laughs> that was full of booby traps and bungee sticks and everything horrible that Rambo battled. Uh, <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> yeah, I just always assumed as a as a as a relatively diminutive person, I would be forced into that duty, and yeah. it's uh, even though I was born in uh, you know. 1972 it's haunted me ever since <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of this thing and it was half i don't know not half but a third full with with rainwater uh so it was all muddy and rainwater and so of course during the uh the tunnel sort of scrabble we're doing i'm just quoting lines from shawshank of like yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. He crawled through a river of shit and came out <laughs> clean on the other side. Yeah, I mean, we finished it and, and Brendan declared, uh, you know, stood up and, and raised his arms above his head and just said, Andy Dufresne! Yeah. I got a he laugh got a from half- the girl next to me. That was good. Man. Yeah, he, he, got a, he got a half-hearted chuckle from a, a relatively muddy and attractive young lady. To That's all I needed. Yes. I'm good. And then... Arnie, there was the fire part, Rob. Oh, I was good. Yes. I wanted to talk to you about that. We forgot to mention it. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I uh, have already sent a um, business development letter to the <laughs> to the uh, Illinois trial lawyers um, who are seeking to file personal injury lawsuits because <laughs> I cannot believe this is even allowed. <laughs> well, so I've... I've done that before at the Warrior Dash, and the, and the fire was 
you know, the the logs are halfway burned down or three quarters way burned down, and it's it's you know three inches of wood, and then there's six inches of fire, and you can jump over it. It's it's really nothing. This yeah, was bigger. You, this was much unless bigger. Unless you're unless you're tired, muddy, and right. wet, you right. slide into the whole right. thing. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I. There were three of the uh, fire uh, obstacles, right, Rob? Three in a row, like three hurdles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so I went over one, and I just kept my my momentum and went over two and three real quick, um, just because I didn't want to deal with stopping and trying to f- mentally deal with the fire. Uh, Rob took the other tack, I think, and labored over like labored over one and then stopped and then took his time to address the second one. And I think you still, <laughs> you may have singed a few leg hairs there, Rob. No, I mean, what I did to stop was because I, I actually was concerned about this because the previous two obstacles involved a lot of water and yeah. the lead up to the fire was kind of <laughs> wet. Yeah, it was and slippery. so all I was doing was searching for a dry or relatively dry spot to plant like I, I wasn't intimidated by the actual jump, I just didn't want to plant my foot and then have that slide into uh, red hot burning coals. <laughs> Would have made for a good picture, though. No, I mean, so it's cool to be, uh, you know, pictured and hang out with the girls in the tank tops and the pigtails. I just didn't want a, you know, permanently deformed calf. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What about a gauntlet? Was there like a gauntlet or like a ring? What do you call those? Oh, yeah, like, there were rings, and but we were all covered in mud. And you grab—I mean, I, I grabbed one ring and got my hand on the second one. It was not a big deal, but zero traction. My hand just slipped off, and I fell in the water instantly. Like there was ha- half of these um, obstacles were were made not as fun or just almost pointless because of all the mud. Yeah. I will say I did enjoy on uh, at least two of the obstacles. You know, they have different lines. Um, finding finding myself, you know, without a lot of conscious thought, but still ending up in the line with the uh, majority of the twelve to fourteen year olds that were in the race at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you. And, I will admit, occasionally there was a, a stepladder in the section that I was yeah, in. Yeah, there is one where you have, you have to jump over a, or jump into a, like a ravine of water. But uh, uh, as part of it, you have to jump and hit a gong. Um, and they have their various heights and whatever. Uh, there was a couple that were high, a couple that were medium, a couple, couple that were low. Uh, Rob and I split, and I went to the high one. He went to the low one. And uh, I don't think we had the same success on either side. No. I get it, Brennan. Everyone, everyone understands what you're conveying. This is funny, though. Funny. For, for ten minutes, there's a dead horse that's been beaten. Badly. Again, I have to revel in the, the the couple of successes I had because the rest of it I did not do well. So, hey, were there was there the ninja triangle walls? Like, uh, what's a ninja triangle? The, like the wooden platforms that are sort of like zigzag, where you got to go like oh, to the, oh yeah, to the left. hop to hop. Yes, yeah, I heard uh, myself. Like, did, did you see that SNL skit with Bobby Moynihan? Yeah. <laughs> that thing is awesome. He, like, failed miserably. At so times. those were covered in mud. So everyone was wiping out left and right on those things. God. Yeah. <laughs> so I will was, say uh, 
that generally it was an enjoyable time. It was fun. It was fun. No one got no one got injured, although I could see people. Oh yeah, we saw people getting carted off for sure. Ugh. Um. So it was very slippery, and uh, there were a lot of ladies. So that was nice. But I mean, it was good. Yeah. It was like camaraderie, like a little helping of one another. Um, but you know, I. Go back. It was fun, but I guess I would. I can't tell. I yet. would do it again, of course. Um, You're doing it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> One tip, if anyone does those and hasn't done them before, is go early. Be one of the uh, early uh, waves, because w- when we were about to go, we kept remarking how unfilled the place was. How like, we were, it was a sparse crowd. Like, well, this is not that big of a race. By the time we got done and we were leaving, that place was getting packed. You couldn't park anywhere, and there was tons and tons of people for the later waves. So, are there a, like uh, kegs at this race? Or there are. Oh yeah, there, you get a free beer there. and all that. Okay, I mean, you can so, buy like, you can buy beer as well. Sponsored by like a brewery or something. Yes, sure. Or, like food yeah. trucks and nice. the like. Yeah, we, we we didn't stay for the uh, pull up competition, so uh, hmm. that wasn't going to work out well. <laughs> unless unless three and a half is going to win, then I'm I'm in. So hey, Brennan. So a quick quick funny note, and if you find small men being naked funny, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, mm. so both because of an admonishment of my wife leading into the event, and then of course the fact that you know you're covered in mud for the most part. Yeah. Um, I I just had this like oh man I you know I got to change, so. Uh, I, I approached my car, which, because we arrived early, I had a good uh, parking spot. And because I was leaving when when the crowd was really building, there are tons of people streaming yeah. through the parking lot. So I'm like, well, I can change my shirt and even maybe change my shorts. But then I, I get in the front seat and I'm like, well, I I, I got to get these like I had like you know running shorts on or like you know bike shorts almost. Like, I I got to get these off. They're like annoying me. They're all wet. So I don't know if anyone has ever uh, changed their pants sitting in the front seat of a car. <laughs> yeah. See, I changed mine outside my car. I just took mine off outside the car and put. Yeah, the but it's like on. bare, bare ass naked. No. Yeah. So that's that's the level <laughs> I was going. To. So I got to tell you, when when you're sitting in a in a car seat, especially the driver's seat, um, you know, you got some you got some thighs pinching together. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. You get that little rosebud prominent, <laughs> and it just so happened that the sun no, was coming at an angle. Don't. And, yeah. So I'm just saying. My point is that like anyone walking on either side of the car is like, yeah, you know, that would have caught their eye. Like that's an ugly girl. Yeah. So <laughs> I was. I, I had this panic, but I uh, I planned it out. You know, I, ro- I rolled the seat all the way back so I could have maximum leg maneuver. You know, I don't know what you call it, maneuverability. <laughs> so it was, it was a, it was a challenge, but I, I got it done. Maximum it done. leg access. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. wow. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. That's that's shocking. Just say uh, rosebud. Rosebud. All right. Uh, hey, Eddie. Yo. Where were you last week? Uh, I went to Niagara Falls. We uh, took a road trip. I had a bunch of 
thousands of credit card points burning a hole in, in our pockets here. And I said, hey, let's take a road trip. So we cruised up. Uh, we did a like a four-day bit. One day we drove. It's about a little over seven-hour drive for us here and checked out the falls. It was fun. So I'm assuming you got in a barrel and went over the falls? Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I totally wanted to check out like the those adventures in the past like 16 people have gone over the falls and you know 14 died uh, <laughs> actually a fair amount of were successful and there were two people that repeated and i wanted to go to a whole museum to explore these things and, and that was quickly scratched off the list yeah that's a good idea things things to do so i feel like ed could do an awesome book report on the niagara falls <laughs> oh dude it was fun it was fun we did all the water stuff uh if you guys haven't been you should check it out Made of the Mist was a cool boat ride, got soaked. There was a cool, like, catwalk thing that on the American side. It was called the Cave of the Winds. And there was a one deck that it was called the Hurricane Deck. And it's really close to the Bridal Veil Fall, which is a smaller chunk on the American side. And it crashes into this humongous rock. And then all that water flows over onto the deck. And you're underneath it. And so, and that was awesome. They give you a poncho and these like Tiva like flip flops as like souvenirs with like tagged, you know, Cave of the Winds. But it was fun. We, uh, Maura and I went up there. Maura's, she'll be nine in December. So it was like wheelhouse for her. She yeah. loved it. Yeah. Ellie, Ellie's six and she was, she was good after the boat ride and like the, the boat, the Maid of the Mist gets super close to the Horseshoe Falls and you get pretty wet from the splash, the mist and all that stuff. And she was like, yeah, I'm cold. I'm good. I don't need to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I'm done. Yeah, you guys, you guys have fun. So, uh, But it was cool. The only yeah. thing I think of when I uh, think of uh, Niagara Falls is Superman 2. Superman uh-huh. 2, when he went to the falls and he had to save some lunatic who, or some kid who fell into the, the, no. the water. No, 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 no. No. Lo- Lois jumped into the uh, falls as a test of his uh Oh right. Identity. Perfect. Oh yep. nice God. work, Rob. Nice work. Yep. God damn it, Brendan. Impressive. Dude. She was she was clued into the potential uh when he fell into the honeymoon suite uh fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best scene ever. He reaches in for his glasses into the into the, the fire. That's great. This is not like on the agenda, but I am curious, Brendan, of like being, you know, you're kind of a purist with comics. I, I'm wondering how, what you Wait. think of the Superman what? bit. You just said something that is completely untrue. All right. I was like, you know, <laughs> like the whole like Marvel versus DC, and I got sucked into the new Superman. Oh, yeah. It's and the Superman versus Batman. No, and... they're not very good. No. Right. I thought they were. I, well, hey, so, Ed, so. Um... I mean, I. I'm already I'm like pot committed. I'm gonna go see these fuckers anyway. But uh, I don't have a huge expectation of any of those movies. But you know, I'm in. I you know I just remember the cartoons of like the Hall of Justice, and I think it's interesting that oh, they're yeah. trying to keep up with uh, Marvel and introduce each character with their own movie. Well, that's what I mean. Like I've seen cool. enough of these already that I have. A, I'm at least familiar with these characters, and they're big summer blockbuster popcorn movies. You might as well just go see them. What the hell? But uh, I don't have. I don't know. I don't have huge expectations from uh, the DC stuff. The Marvel stuff's fun, at least. You know, it's it's a little more light, lighthearted. Yeah, I yeah. So I'm I'm like you. I'm like pot committed on both. I I uh, finally broke down and got uh, 
you know, is it Batman versus Superman? Is that yeah. the special title? Yeah. In, in over three days, um, I, I could not finish the movie and fell asleep every time. <laughs> so I don't know if that means I'm old and a loser or... A little bit, but... It was so confusing and took so long to get into it. There's I didn't a lot of yeah. There's, there's a lot of badness in that movie. Well, I went. I mean, I am easily entertained, I guess. But I went rock block, you know. And you know, you guys have boys, so you see this stuff. I have girls, and I'm in like princess land all the time. So at about ten o'clock at night, I did like a <laughs> rock block of Man of Steel. No way, you and, did. It. And then went right in. And I rented the uh, Superman Batman. Oh my god! Maybe wow. maybe it started early. Maybe it started around eight thirty, nine o'clock. But either way, it was like you know one thirty in the morning, and and I'm finishing up Batman or and back to back. That's that's hardcore. Yeah, Man of Steel better than uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. I don't know how I, I feel about Ben Affleck being like Batman, but but well, I mean, I, I will fully admit that the, each of the three times my my sleep was alcohol induced or at least influenced. <laughs> no, and occasionally I would wake up during that period and. Uh, this Wonder Woman character would be, you know, on screen. Yeah. And I'd be like, where the fuck did she come from? <laughs> She's got a strange accent. I don't know how I feel about the casting of her. Like, I was, I was I'm like, oh, yeah, Wonder Woman, that's great. Dude, like, all the Justice from... League. Like, you know, where's Gleek and the twins? And where's that big dude? The Indian guy just gets, like, a humongous, you know, like, whatever. What's that guy's name? Where's, where's Keith? Patchy. That was my favorite one from yeah. that, that uh, cartoon series. Yeah, Why yeah. is he? You know, why isn't Casey Kasem narrating the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why isn't Aquaman super gay? <laughs> uh, he's next. Aquaman, they're going to like they're going to announce his character. They have to. So. Yeah. They will. Uh, okay, let's move on. This is entirely too geeky. All right. Um let's move to something probably equally as geeky, but in a different way. Uh, Rob the movie Heat. <clears throat> yes. So let's set this up. I, I, I did. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't know we were moving into the discussion of America's finest films. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So a few years ago, uh, at an Allison's birthday party or uh, uh, get together for a few drinks on the rooftop of Rock Bottom Brewery in the city. Uh, we had all had oh, wait. many. Yes, is that is is that that where that occurred? This yeah. occurred. Yes, I thought it was at uh, Tiny Lounge. No, no, this was because I I had a race the next day and we were drinking until like three in the morning and I was convinced <laughs> I was going to that eight o'clock race. <laughs> no. uh, so yeah, so after way too many drinks, uh, we started talking about. Uh, best movies and favorite movies and genres and whatever. Um, but the discussion was mainly your personal top five all-time best movies. And all the usual suspects are coming out. Uh, I mean, Godfather Including 1 and usual 2. usual suspects? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Godfather 1 and 2. Uh, I, I had uh, um, Goodfellas in there. Um, who knows, whatever else, Jaws was in there. Uh, people are throwing out all these other different names. And all of them are on every list, just a matter of where are they. Are they 1, 5, 8, 10, whatever. 
we come to Rob and Rob, the first one, Rob, or one of the first ones, Rob throws down with ultimate confidence that he's going to impress the room was heat. And I exploded in a laughter that hadn't happened in years. And we <laughs> almost laughed him off the rooftop. Saying uh, yeah, that, I mean, I know, think there's a... There's we, a, meaning me and Allison. There, I don't know yeah. if anybody else is in there, but we were we were like, what? How can Heat be a top five of all time? It's ridiculous. I like it, but it, it's not a top five. And so wherever you want to place Heat is fine, but that is the running joke with uh, Rob and the movie Heat. Uh, so two things. One, I think, I think there was some... Uh, creative embellishment to the story but let's I will not, not let facts ruin a good story rob no I, exactly <laughs> no well i i will substantiate the core fact which is i i, I did say that i think that uh, even when you even when that came out of your mouth you were like kind of like oh, 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 yes I, I may have overstepped yes. my bounds yes <laughs> I, I i would say that i think upon further reflection <laughs> perhaps that was a bold statement but i have um i do have uh such love for Michael Mann and Heat and, and, and Michael Mann's other work that I I have worked very hard <laughs> to construct a case in which um, my statement is backed up by fact. And I'm struggling. Picking up the pieces of your yes. own reputation. Yes. I, I'm, strugg- I'm struggling with that. I continue to. Um, <laughs> but I think that uh, I think that it has it has a place in in um, certain rankings, but maybe not the best of all time. Right. So, I, I'll, I'll give you props, Rob, because I it, the heat heat is a good one. I mean, every time that comes on, I don't know uh, of a movie that has as many stars. And I think you could argue that that was a template for success that gave sort of birth to the Ocean series. You know, when you right. say Al Pacino, De Niro, Val Kilmer, John Voight, Tom Sizemore, like uh, Ashley Judd, whatever, uh, you know, and, and, a, and a handful of character actors that you go, oh, I know that guy. Like, yeah. Except you might go the other way and say that the original Oceans might have inspired the casting of Heat. Well, yeah, sure. Well, no, <laughs> but I, guess, I guess since, I'm but, just saying. But, you know, since 1985, I, I guess, anything barring, like, you know, our You know what? Fuck yeah, Ed's right. He's he's been a good point. I I now back up my uh, comment. <laughs> I don't know which is first though, because you said Brendan, you said the word "usual suspects," and when you when you said like one of the topics we're going to talk about that was heists, that yeah. actually had a great cast. And so I don't that, know. If- that brings us to uh, one one of the potential ways that that Rob was trying to recategorize uh, Heat was as one of the or maybe the uh, best heist movie uh, of all time, I think it was, Rob? Or was it just... No, no, I was no? recategorizing... Uh, I thought as, it was all time. No, top five heist. Yeah, top five heist movies of all time. Yeah, not claiming the number one. Oh, oh okay. Uh, so let me go down some of, and I'll use the term again, some of the usual suspects uh, on this type of list. And there's, there's a bunch of them out there. Uh... A lot of them are wacky. It depends how you define a heist movie. I mean, some of them on these lists are ludicrous. But somebody stole something. Well, Uh, I've I've got got a great one that I don't think will be on the list. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So near the top is Ocean's Eleven. 
I think that's that that should be on the top five list. Yeah. Uh, Inception. Oh, uh, maybe I like it, but I don't know. No, I think it counts as a heist movie. It is. It is. Um, it, Inside Man. You ever see that? Yes. That's Denzel, right? Bowen. Denzel movie. Yeah. Well, a Spike Lee joint. Spike Lee joint and great movie. Well, that's the one I thought you didn't have. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, I mean, they've got Ocean's Thirteen. They've got a movie on here called Heist from two thousand one. Uh, David Mamet. I don't know that one. Mm. Uh, oh the, yeah, you know that. No, actually, that is a good movie. I think it has Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, but isn't um, um. Marlon Brando in that movie? No. Ooh. That's a... Uh, I don't think so. There's a heist movie with Brando and... Um, oh, God, I'm sorry. American History X. Uh, oh, uh, uh... Ed Norton. Norton and, Ed Norton. I think, De Niro. I'll look that up. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was very good, though. So, there's The Bank Job. That was a good one. Um, with Jason Statham, the Italian job, they have the 2003 remake with, yeah. uh, Mark Wahlberg. That's Poop. a terrible movie. Mm. Um, Charlize Theron was in it though. So yeah, she was. I was just going to say the same thing, Ed. That's why I like you, Ed. <laughs> that's all right. She's, she's top five, so that's cool. How about The Town? I like The Town. I'm I glad like you said t- the, I like town. the Town. I mean, I'm, it's coming from Boston and I figured I was going to be mocked for that. No, so. I like, I like that movie. It was good. It's a good movie. The Usual Suspects. That's a good one, of course. I can throw out one that I'm open to being mocked for is Point Break. It, that's on. That's on one of these lists as well. They, uh, they, they made a second one. Was my justification? That, well, the like, second one. No way, buddy. You go down. The first <laughs> one. It's like it's like so quotable and so dumb, but every time it's on, you're like, yes, Keanu Reeves. Like, how is that guy? Like, Johnny think- Utah. Let's do his net worth. God. I, I think the fact that uh, they remade it actually gave it some additional cred. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Jackie Brown. Mm. When you were on the Jason Statham thing, I thought you were going to go into Snatch. They have that on there, too. That's not a heist movie. I don't, Didn't they steal stuff? It wasn't a bunch of gangsters that tried to do, steal stuff? but it's not the crux of the movie. It's not, it's not a huge part of the movie. Oh. Boxing is a bigger, bigger part of that movie than a heist. Oh, alright. Um, heat. So heat belongs in the top five. I'll I'll definitely say that. Well, I mean, the reason why heat is a is a landmark sort of movie is mainly because of the cast. But yeah. I mean, I think the script is not that stupid, and no. obviously, it, I'm a big fan of Michael Mann. Going back to Manhunter and the yeah. you know, predecessors to Silence of the Lambs, yeah. so like I think he's got a cool way. What was that know? movie, Rob? That he did before Heat, but it was it had all the uh, sort of the signposts of of Heat in it. Do you remember that? It, it was it was the movie that Heat became. Well, that, actually, that's funny you say that because there's a couple of like. There's a few cycles of that in his career. But, I mean, you know, he did movies in the early 80s on the Manhunter-Hannibal Lecter scene that in a lot of ways evolved into Miami Vice, which was weird. Um, Yeah, that's true. And then, then, um, 
you know, he did Collateral with Tom Cruise and yeah. Jamie Foxx, but that also had, you know, um, oh God, sorry, Incredible Hulk, Mark Ruffalo. Oh. So he he deals with a lot of cool actors, and just the fact that he was the director that got to deal with, you know, Pacino and and De Niro doing yeah. their really one on-scene scene yeah. or on-screen scene together. Um, it's cool, but, I mean, maybe I romanticize the movie overall. A little so. bit. That's all right. A uh, couple other you ones. Say, we- when you say Ruffalo, sorry, Brendan, when you, you said Ruffalo, I, I thought of uh, the Now You See Me 2, they were advertising that, and I like the Now You See Me thing. I mean, it was all about, that, about like, magic and theft. That's been on a couple of lists I've seen. Yeah. Um, Newer a couple one. we didn't mention, uh, Mission Impossible, the first one. Suck it. <laughs> and uh, Reservoir Dogs. That's a heist. Ah, it's a bad no. heist. It's like bloody. Like, say the goddamn word. <laughs> yeah. We suck that's, it. That's, that's a movie about the interplay with people oh, yeah. after a heist. Uh, Ronin. With uh, that's a weird movie. I would say I don't know if I like people, that or not. People who uh, count a foreign film, which does not include anyone here, um, <laughs> they would say the original Ronin in France, yeah, um, is like an ultimate heist movie. But that was a good one. But uh, that's kind of like spy thriller. Mm, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so heat, good, we got it. Yeah, best. <laughs> wow. I want. I want. Congratulations. Uh, I'll reserve my congratulations for ah, later. Damn it. Uh, so I have one neighborhood issue I want to bring up and see if I'm the only one who is bothered by this. Uh, playing off of last week's uh, sort of suburban white boy stories. Um, so I don't. We all know people who are get crazy about um, their neighbor's yard or their neighbor's this or their neighbor's that, and they want like they are their own zoning board, and they they just uh, uh, over over index toward uh, just being nosy with their neighbors, uh, neighbors' appearance of their house or yard or driveway or whatever. Uh, I don't care about that, but the one thing. That is bothering me lately. <laughs> this is this is just me, I'm sure. Are the way, way, way too bright lights outside the house at night? <laughs> so a lot of times I'll do my I'll, I'll do a, a my three miles or two miles when I run outside at night when it's cooler and the kids are done with their homework or whatever, and it's often dark or dusk. And everybody's got their lights coming on. Not a big deal. But there's a couple houses <laughs> who have, like, um, penitentiary spotlights coming on outside their house and casting huge shadows and, I mean, just blinding me and cars and whatever. Yeah. It's I, ridiculous. I, what I, What is that? I think you should have gone with your first impulse and realized that this is a... It's uh, just me, right? Yeah, it's a problem. Damn it. A problem you have. Son of a bitch. Well, all right. I got to just get in my own head and figure that shit out. But I do enjoy, you know, so I, I live close to the city 
so it's a suburb, but we were we are plotted like kind of just like the city. So we have really close um, lots, and they're closer than than yours, Brendan's, and yeah. and I th- and I think that uh, Ed, they're closer than than yours, and um, I do enjoy that I've been able to identify the cries of different neighborhood children <laughs> because they're so close. <laughs> and, you know, so it's like there's a, there's a big enough backyard and there's like a decent amount of space where sometimes you hear like the angry dad, like get over here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you could also identify the cry. And like, you know, you know, and I would say like a good number of kids are between that age of like, uh, you know, three to to seven so there's a you know between a lot of crying and screaming and fighting well, you, say, you know between like seven forty-five or eight o'clock and nine o'clock you hear that a lot time. of like it's time to go to bed god damn it yeah <laughs> how many times do i have to say yeah a lot of that what's that i'm jesus christ <laughs> 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 all right uh all right, Ed. You know what time it is. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. It's time to lose. It's time for the How Much Are They Worth game. And now, let's play the How Much Are They Worth game. This is where I get to beat Ed finally for uh, uh, <laughs> personal pride. For sure. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Just as, as a nod to earlier, I've had a YouTube clip of... Bobby Moynihan, American Ninja Warrior, up yes. on my screen yes. for you know forty five minutes, waiting for this to end so I can watch. I can't get enough of that guy. I can't believe <laughs> you haven't watched it before. <laughs> that is fantastic video. All right, uh, this week's theme is uh, curb your enthusiasm. Oh, my goodness. Because they recently announced that they are doing another season. It's going to be on the air, I think, next year, next summer. Um, I think they're starting shooting soon, if they haven't shot already, uh, or haven't started shooting yet. So it's some of your favorite characters from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, Okay. Are there there more than three characters? I know. (laughs) After three, I started sort of scrambling, so... Just bear with us here. Uh, the first one is JB Smoove. He uh, is notable because he's the black guy <laughs> on the show. Well, I would say he's he's like everyone's favorite African American comedian. Yeah, didn't he win like Last Comic Standing like ten years ago or something? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, what I meant by that was every comedian's favorite yeah. comedian. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. When uh, he came on the show, the, that season was their best season, probably. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah. It was great. But a, but a ton of rank-and-file comedians think he's like a, you know, obviously, Larry David put on the show, but um, they think he's a really funny guy. I mean, he is a funny Got guy. It. I can't name anything he's in. I, I you know... Yeah, I think it's extremely low. He, yeah, he's he's not a super actor. Does he's he, more of a, a, a road comic. I'll go two million. Whoa. What? Two? Yeah. I two don't know. for Ed. I have Does no he idea. even register on, on, on Celebrity Net Worth? Uh, his name is popping up as I'm about to hit enter, so it should be good. Uh, 
I'm going, uh, oh, Ed says two. Shit, I'm going 3.5. God damn it. Well, that's not fair. I'm going three then. Oh, you priced it right, mother. Oh, you <laughs> fucking guys. I don't like it when we're super close. Oh. JB Smooth. And that's Smooth with a V. For those playing really? at home. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, an American comedian and actor who has a net worth of $5 million. Eh, that's bullshit. O'Neill on the board early. How is that great, possible? <laughs> great investor. He's a strong investor. Yeah, he does some stuff. All right. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Uh, hey, Brennan, wait, wait, yeah. Brennan. Yeah, yeah. And do they list credits beyond uh, Kirby Enthusiasm and like Road Comedian? Uh, born in Plymouth, North Carolina. J.B. Smoove, also known as Jerry Brooks, ooh, uh, has been performing stand-up uh, since the early 90s, first catching the, atten- uh, the attention of the public. While appearing as part of Russell Simmons' Deaf Comedy Jam. Really? Um, his, mm, I'm not going through this whole thing. But he does, no, like, you he, don't have to. I just he does didn't know tons of stand-up, yeah. I didn't know if there was like a sitcom on like the WB that yeah, I missed. Everybody is hates... Like a, yeah. And I don't know enough about this, but is, like, is there like a Russell Simmons versus like a Wayans Brothers sort of faction of like comics that sort of come up that let's, let's, tree? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think so. But. I think that's a great topic. That's a great what, topic. Things that white people don't know anything about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, he was on Everybody Hates Chris, uh, yes. SNL. Um, All right. Curb. You've given me enough proof that he's done something. Come on, man. Had that like, list. Give guy a break. I would have bumped mine to three and a half or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, the person on the show who I think is the best cursor. She says, she says fuck better than anyone. Uh, uh, so good. <laughs> and her name is Susie Esmond. Yeah, I got She enough. is uh, Jeff Garland's wife on the show. Fuck so, you, Larry. She's a uh, comedian, uh, actress. She's done a handful of stuff. She's been around for a while. I'm going to go... I don't know who she is. I'm going five. I hope she comes up here, too. Only because you guys are going, like, high. I would have put her at, like, two, but... (laughs) Fuck you, Larry. (laughs) Susie Essman. Okay. I was going to try and give you some credits, but forget it. Uh, has a net worth of eight million. Wow! Rob barely wins. Suck it! Shit! That's bullshit. All right, now somebody we know. Uh, Richard Lewis. Mm. He's great. Great stand-up. I saw him a couple of years ago in Chicago. It's part of a, like a showcase. I think Louis C.K. was hosting it. He was great. He's been around for fucking ever. Yeah, he has. I feel like he missed sort of the wave, though. I know. You know, no, you know, you guys don't remember that he had a um, prime time hit with Jamie yeah, Lee Curtis. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, before that, he was 
HBO's uh, Golden Child. Yeah, he's done tons of specials, done stand up forever, lots of TV work, but. I hear him like on the radio circuit out here, just in traffic going to work. You know, but I'm like, you're still working the radio. I know. You know and and plugging local gigs. I, I don't know. I'm going low. I'm going single digits. I'm going nine mil. No way. I would say twenty six. Um, damn it. I'm gonna say twenty eight <laughs> million. <laughs> I like jumping the gun on Rob. That's my favorite new. <laughs> no. Thing. You said twenty six. You were like you're, you're like a little dick. You're like twenty six. Twenty six. Uh, okay. Uh, mm. fuck. <laughs> Richard Lewis's net worth is seven million dollars. No, I I don't believe that. Ed I, destroyed us on that one. I don't. God. I can't name a movie that he's been in the past fifteen years. That and show so- is called Anything But Love, by the way. Which is like eighty two or something. No, like it was a long time ago. Eighty two. I love it. Oh, whatever. I don't know. It was, it was ninety four. The, the year that Cheers premiered. <laughs> Fine, you got me. It was a, it was an exaggeration, but He's got books. I, you know, He's got... but it's like movies now are making huge money. Like I don't know. I don't know. It was like JB Smoove, man. I'm like, uh-huh. I don't <laughs> <laughs> He was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. <laughs> well, there you go. In tights. Uh, there's a lot of nothing on here. All right, seven million. Way to go. Score. Uh, okay. I got one score. This is a Chicago guy, Jeff Garland. Who? Uh, on the show, he's Larry David's fat agent. Oh, I think I know. That's how he's described. Well, he's the agent, and he's. The only fat guy on the show, really. Fuck you, Larry. Oh, fuck you, you Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying, I was trying what? to get it. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I was trying to get a little drop of Susie Osmond just saying, fuck you, Larry. But, uh... Oh, my God. All right, Jeff Garland. He's a, I don't know, I guess a comedian or a comic actor. Yeah, sitcom star. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to my 22 million. I think he's got the goods. 22. It's kind of high. Can I can I amend to 15? (laughs) You can never just pick one. (laughs) What do you want? 15. 15. I'm going 18. Man, I'm going the way of JB Smooth. I have. I'm going two. (laughs) No way. I have no idea. Yeah, the man's on a prime time. I think uh, you just prices right at us as well. I just don't just know who this guy is. I'm going by the I don't know. I mean, all right, I'll go. I'll go six. Fine, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm not going over ten. I don't know who this Jeff guy is. Jeff Garland's net worth. Had you said two, you'd have been close. But you said six, and you're closer. Five oh. million. Five million for Jeff. There you Garland. go. That's two in a row for he's Ed. Like, he's like Richard Lewis. Son of a bitch. These people. HBO does not pay very well. No hell. Everybody knows that. I know, but I thought the premier show would be the one that they would. I mean, shit. I'd take five mil. I'd be a net worth of five mil. Don't, don't get me wrong. Damn. All right, now the big dog. Uh, Mr. Larry David. Mm. Did he? He. He owns Seinfeld, yeah? 
Yeah. Um, a portion of it. Like 50-50 kind of thing, or... I think it's, like, around it's there. close, yeah. I mean, he's... I'm gonna... It's gotta be an even 300 million. Is that your number? Yep. Uh, I'm going... 330. I want to go four, but 330. And I feel like I'm just priceless writing now. I'll go, I'll go the high. 350. See, that's why we got to write down our number before we <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. 350? Three, is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm just going high. God damn it. We got to rejigger this game. <laughs> All right. Larry or, David. We need a new game. Or you should score, and whoever has the lowest score goes first. I know. I didn't want to do the math. <laughs> so, so, I could do like, you know, start doing who who is closest, and you were you were off by eight, but I was close by two, and uh, yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not doing the math, and <laughs> you just prices righted me out of my own win. Motherfucker. Sorry, Larry David. <laughs> Uh, writer, producer, comedian, and actor has a net worth of four hundred million, which I should have. My gut, my yeah. You said you said that number. That sucks. Damn it, Ed wins. That's a hollow victory for Mr. Price is Right. But I, yeah, it is. I don't know who Jeff what and <laughs> Jeff the Garland. other JB Smooth. JB Smooth. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I don't think Ed knew who anyone was. No. I did. I was like, what? Who? Two? Five? There you go. <laughs> and he knew Richard Larry Lewis David. And Larry oh, David. he's like Tom Cruise. Four hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. There you go. All right. Well, um, I think next week we are. Uh, I say we. Uh, I mean me. Uh, I'm taking a week off. Going to put together a couple things. We're going to dig into the archives and put together uh, some clips. I know, Rob, we got to pull some uh, baseball prediction clips from the beginning of the season and uh, uh, oh. build a case against yes. Uh, yes. Mike Cross or for Mike Cross or whatever. Um, I think there's a lot of fun to be had at Mike's expense uh, because I think Ruff's predictions all came true with the Cubs. Yeah, or we're better, but whatever. Well, there's that. Um, so probably no pod next week, but maybe in two weeks we'll do something and um, we'll see. Alright, guys. Let's wrap it up. Um, that's it for episode 38, I believe. 38? Wow. Yep. Interesting. Nice. And, uh, Milestone. We will regroup in two weeks. See you later. All right, later. Please follow us on Twitter at Irish Pubcast. There's a county map to go with the wall, a hurl, a stick, and a shinty bowl to brick the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. Every song, go getting a pub, the Guinness pun, the cabbage crap, the yard, the wannabe paddy trap. We'll call it an Irish pub. To spread upon the holy book The only crack you'll get Is a slap in the air Well, I'll be fucked I'll often burst your filthy mug If you draw one more shot I'll get me beer We'll rise the price of beer A dollar we'll make And wear a shirt And colour with fire Bloody
Just toast was pipe the drinks and pay the cost we got as an Irish palmer. The quick run in the filthy broke the pine glass across the lug of the lady, oh the dirty dog we got as an Irish palmer. What's over to me? Hello to you. We'll skip along the avenue. And who the hell is running through? We got us an Irish palmer. Just went upon the holy book The only crack you get is a slap in the ear Well, I'll be fucked A lot of first, you filthy mug If you drop one more shot I'll give me beer Drop one more. 